0: My friends, I am Vivian McPeak, and this is Hempresent. If you have feedback or would like to suggest a guest or topic for Hemp present, email me at hempresent at gmail.com. My guest today is Julie Chiarello, the editor-in-chief of Skunk Magazine. As a woman in business for the last two decades, Julie enjoys bringing green, cutting-edge products successfully to market and empowering other women to succeed. She is a medical user and an herbalist and believes in the use and protection of herbal medicines in all forms. Julie is a champion of new style business that upholds the tenets of sustainability, empower consumerism, philanthropy, and a more intelligent use of our collective resources. She has successfully built and led the sales teams of various companies within the yoga, health and wellness industries. Julie entered the cannabis market in the vaporizer manufacturing segment where she was blessed to cultivate a global network of friends and activists. As I previously mentioned, Julie is the editor in chief of Skunk Magazine, where I am employed. And I'm delighted to have her in the virtual Hemp Present studio with me today to talk about the work we're doing to advance the cause of cannabis and foment the badly needed green renaissance. Welcome back, Julie.
1: Thank you so much, Vivian McPeak, for having me on. It's
0: an honor. <laughs> my pleasure. Uh, as I mentioned in my intro for Full disclosure, you are the editor-in-chief of Skunk, and I am the managing editor. Um, but, you know, Skunk enjoys its own merit as a force in the cannabis publication market, and and in my opinion, has earned the focus. I'm going to give it today on my show. And, and also, I've, I had you on my show several times before I worked with Skunk, um, so I just want to get that out of the way. To begin... Can you refresh us with a brief history and description of Skunk Magazine and and kind of touch on what, in your opinion, the Skunk ethos is, as well as the focus and mission of the publication?
1: Yes, absolutely. So Skunk right now is a 17-year-old global brand, uh, global media company. Uh, it is the only cannabis magazine globally to highlight and focus on organic sustainable cultivation practices and has a very strong focus on genetics as well. Our legacy is we've taught millions of people around the world to grow organically at home, to grow their own. Um, That is our backbone. And we currently have 4,000 retail doors across North America We're in all the Barnes and Nobles across the U.S. and the chapter stores in Canada, and the subscription ships globally to readers all around the world. Uh, Skunk, uh, for me, uh, I came on board as co-owner about 11 years ago now, and what spoke to me about Skunk was that focus on organics. I have a background. I'm a 26-year certified herbalist and also worked in the health and wellness and organic textiles organic farming industries before getting into cannabis 17 years ago and what spoke to me about skunk uh, the purest parts of it uh, because you know since coming on board i have evolved it greatly uh, was those focus on organics and then also genetics for me uh, our mission and devotion is to help make organics the norm rather than the exception in the global cannabis industry over the next 20 years. And we're going to do so by working with genetics. Uh, We're going to be, you know, doing projects globally um, that tap into that genetics community, uh, tap into uh, the global farming community and craft makers all around the world. And so, you know, That's what really spoke to my heart was was protecting that and helping that continue to be fostered in the cannabis industry, because, frankly, uh, conventional growing uh, is still the norm. And and, and so there's a lot of work to be done as we come out from the, the boot of prohibition. Uh, In the darkness of Prohibition, uh, I think there's going to be massive evolutions uh, still occurring over the next 20 years, certainly. And, you know, for Skunk's part, uh, when I came in, you know, 11 years ago, I was watching the space, you know, it was very much popular to be using the term Green Rush. And, uh, you know, as a woman, as a counterculture person, a poet, a rebel, uh, who's kind of watched renegades you know, over the last century and a quarter, I've long held that we were in a second renaissance. And I'm writing a book on it, uh, though I've, you know, it's taken a little bit of time uh, since we were waylaid, which we're going to talk about later, uh, that last year. But I am working on a book basically with the, the premise that Mother Earth is propagating consciousness with her plants in order to evolve how we live on the planet how we work with our earthly resources and how we do business and i believe that millions of us are activated by her and her plants uh, to get inspired to do this work and it's it's uh it's profound uh when you look at all of the different uh, areas of specialization where people are activated on her behalf to see if we can continue to evolve and improve our systems um, within not just the cannabis industry, but in the world at large. So that's really what uh, is the driving ethos of Skunk. is really this green renaissance. And that's kind of the umbrella that we work under. And uh, I'll just say also that it's been an absolute pleasure and honor to have you on board with us as a managing editor. Uh, you uh, are just incredible in your position at the magazine, and and we love you and appreciate your devotion uh, to this mission as well.
0: Thank you so much. Um, likewise, uh, you know, we, we live in a society where a lot of times there's people that have their spiritual life, and then they have their business life, and then maybe their social life, and they may not, they may even be contrary to each other, you know. They'll, <clears throat> excuse me be going to church on Sunday um, and talking about certain values and then go to work the next day and be doing values that, in my opinion, are contrary. Um, And and you touched on the green Renaissance. You also kind of touched on new style business and really, you know, it it should have a holistic approach, right? I mean, your, your work, your um, sadhana, uh, your spiritual beliefs and practice and identity um, and your social identity, it should all be the same thing. I mean, it should all be interconnected or or complementary. Do you agree?
1: Absolutely. You know, I've long held, and I appreciate you saying this, uh, you know, I always did the hashtag uh, regenerative farming, but I've long told a lot of my colleagues in the space that it's no good if we're doing organic regenerative farming and then we're just practicing business as usual. I do believe that business as usual is the disease that is killing our world. I do believe that, you know, that compartmentalization, uh the renaissance is, is about that compartmentalization ending. We can't say uh that we, you know, care about society, care about humanity, care about mother earth if we continue to do business that is harmful to human society and to to mother earth. And I think that, you know, that's the disconnect that I'd like to see, uh, you know, and continue to to help uh, eradicate, and really, that skunk's devotion is is showing examples and evidence of companies that are doing conscious style business, uh, conscious consumerism, or sacred commerce. Uh, I like to also refer to but it's a new way of thinking about things. We're exactly right, Viv. It's about a holistic approach, not just to business or not just to one's personal life, but to absolutely every aspect of life uh, to approach it in a more holistic fashion. And, you know, I'll just finish with the idea that, you know, in the universe, scarcity does not exist. Scarcity is man-made. In the natural world, abundance is the law. And so a lot of kind of scarcity type uh, structures that we're operating under are just that. They're structures that really need to be abandoned and uh, adopt uh, new structures. Like Buckminster Fuller says, we build the new so the old becomes obsolete. And so I think it's really about, you know, grounding these ideals into reality through truly regenerative practices in business and finding ways to create abundant uh, realities um, through how we, we work together. And I think that, yeah, it All does right. take more thought, thoughtfulness, but uh, I think that it is absolutely possible and that, you know, many great uh, brands out there in the space are, are doing it.
0: Okay. Um, that's a great place. Uh, that is a great place to go to this break. Um, And let us ponder that. And we'll be right back uh, with a second segment.
2: Time to roll out for the people that let us present. Hang loose. We're coming right back.
0: We're back with Julie Carillo of skunk magazine um, skunk is you, you, you kind of touched on this skunk is the only North American cannabis publication uh, that is solely committed to organic regenerative cultivation practices you, you could you just expand a little bit more on why organics is so important to skunk you know why is it why is that the approach that you feel so committed to
1: well I come from a background as I said earlier of organic textiles and organic farming, Um, you know, as a young mom, I I studied to be an herbalist, and then I started working in the yoga industry, and I was selling an organic yoga clothing line, and I learned a lot at that time about these concepts that I have uh, been discussing, and I, you know, I found out that cotton was one of the most heavily pesticided crops in the world, and that, you know, people buying all this fast fashion were also contributing greatly to the poisoning of our soils and waterways. And, you know, it was like once you see, you can't unsee. And so, you know, I was forced to really understand and make the connection. And, you know, the whole platform with that clothing line was that you could vote with your dollars, that sacred commerce was all about voting with your dollars? And what were you going to give your power to? What were you going to give your resources to? More of the same? Or were you going to, you know, and it, it it's something difficult to vote consciously with your dollars, I would say, you know, if you don't have a, a lot of money in the bank, you know, uh, choosing organics can sometimes be more expensive. But I think that at this point, it's, it's, it's a false narrative because what could be more expensive than ruining and, and poisoning our world? Uh, I just think that, you know, over the next 10 years, it's going to become even more dramatic that people are going to be forced to start making better choices. Uh, otherwise, it could be peril for us all. And so I think for me, once getting into cannabis, Um, I really realized that, you know, under the shadows of prohibition, people had to go into the garage, into the closet uh, to grow. They had to stay, you know, hidden. And obviously that's changing, but, you know, just like industries that evolve, it's hard for people to uh, abandon or, you know, replace certain practices. And, you know, under prohibition as well, there were brands that rose up to prominence, you know, brands like Advanced Nutrients, which is basically a salt-based nutrient company that sells like 20 different products that are all crap, frankly. I'm sorry to say, excuse my French, but it's something that, you know, is kind of a, a standard over the last several decades in the industry that these these companies kind of push these products that um, really are harmful and actually don't produce clean medicine, uh, don't protect our soils and waterways. And, you know, it's something that is, it's a spectrum, it's an evolution, it's a conversation. Um, you know, we're not gonna get anywhere at Skunk, for instance, with, you know, shaming those that are still growing conventionally, so it's not about that. And it's certainly not about being fanatical. The tack I take is more that through science, through proving that yields can be more, that the terpene, uh, the, ter- the terpene content in the plant is actually increased and that you have uh, a more stellar product, you have more of that product. And so then, you know, I think that through science and through proving that these are actually better methods, then we can kind of squash some of those false narratives that growing with salt is the best way and, you know, is the only way. I mean, I've gotten into heated kind of debates with, you know, conventional growers where they just absolutely insist that growing with their salt is is the way to go. But, you know, I've kind of refrained from going to battle in that way. I'm more committed now to showcasing groups like No-Till Kings, for instance, that has a massive following on Instagram. Um, And they are devoted to showing that you can do clean indoor growing practices at scale. And they're proving it. And they're winning uh, competitions. Their flower is absolutely incredible. And they're really showing the community through practice, through embodiment, what is possible. And I think that's the exciting leading edge for us. And what I want to continue to explore with Skunk is showing people that this is the better way. And uh, don't take our word for it. Look at the science and see it for yourself. And, you know, the flower will speak for itself.
0: And, and, you know, we're talking about organics and, and stuff. It's not just food and, and smokable herb. You know, synthetic fibers is a big issue as well, um, both the fact that they're not healthy for us always and also the way they're produced. And uh, that's where cannabis hemp comes in once again as a renewable natural fiber uh, that uh, can be produced organically very easily.
1: Absolutely. I mean, you and I are very much in alignment as kind of renegades, um, you know, through the years. And, you know, obviously both of us were deeply inspired, for instance, by Jack Harrer's work. um, And, you know, the emperor wears no clothes of that. This is not just about a cannabis and or hemp industry separately. This is about the fact that especially can transform almost every industry in the world because, as you said, of its regenerative properties. And I always say that, you know, frankly, right now, this second, all systems of the world, all business systems, all industry systems could legitimately be regenerative. We have the intelligence, we have the science, and literally the only thing holding us back is the corruption and greed that continues to plague our society. But it's not because we're not smart enough, and it's not because it's it's not a capability. It is.
0: Yep, very very important. So it's it's important to lead, you know, and to lead based on science. Um, so we've got about two minutes till the next break. Um, but real quickly, what's new? What what is new and exciting uh, for two thousand and twenty-four?
1: Well, um, there's a lot of exciting things going on. We uh, we have been. Waiting patiently to launch some programs that are launching this month that are going to help Skunk stabilize in incredible ways so that we can continue to do this important work for many years to come. One of those things is that we are launching legal seed sales in the U.S. to go along with our subscription. Uh, We're launching Skunk Genetics, and we're launching our Seed Savers Club which is going to be about diving deep into the genetic world, uh, going deep with soul breeders, which I like to call them, breeders that are true stewards of the plant who practice sacred husbandry and, you know, work with Mother Nature to bring about beautiful expressions. And I've long waited to do this program um, as kind of a poetic fuck you to uh, what the former owners that are no longer at the magazine. um, I bought them out um, four years ago, uh, the final owner. Um, But I always did want to find a way to do that kind of poetic fuck you. uh, Because to me, um, you know, the seeds and seed culture needs to be protected. And so uh, this is something very exciting that we're launching. And then another thing is that we're beginning to do licensing deals. Uh, We're launching this month a beautiful licensing deal with Sonoma Hill Farms, an incredible visionary farm here in California, along with Purple Caper Seeds uh, and their genetic, the uh, chocolate skunk. And so we have sold 30 pounds of chocolate skunk into the California marketplace. And we're going to be doing more of these types of licensing deals where we can unite with partners in the space that are also devoted to these same principles and also help to you know, monetize and, and bring resources in to protect the vision.
0: Okay, we're going to, uh, we're going to go on the next break and come right back, so don't go anywhere. Perfect timing.
2: Time to roll out for the people that let us present. Hang loose. We're coming right back.
0: And we're back for the final segment with Julie Chiarillo from Skunk Magazine. Um, So Julie kind of telling us uh, some of the stuff that is new for 2024. Um, You know, like all surviving print publications, uh, Skunk has been navigating the choppy waters of shifting consumer practices in this digital age. Uh, As you continue to talk about, you know, kind of what's new for this year, you talk about Skunk online presence and what people can expect to find at skunkmagazine.com.
1: Yeah, well, we have done uh, incredible work uh, in partnership with our webmaster, Kim Stone. Uh, he has been with us, uh, thanks to your recommendation, Vivian, uh, for the last couple of years. And uh, if you go to visit us at skunkmagazine.com, you're going to see just an incredible uh, resource of information. Uh, we are publishing content daily, uh, thanks to you. Vivian, our managing editor, who is uh, really spearheading a program and assisting the magazine and, you know, working with our contributors globally to keep bringing great content forward. So we, we highly recommend going to visit the site. And also, if you are an educator or a thought leader in the space, and you know feel inspired you know feel free to reach out to viv or myself and see how you could get involved uh and yeah i'm just very proud of the hard work that we've all put in to protect this and i'm just very excited about what 2024 is going to hold we are going to be you know bringing our forums back the skunk forums are being worked on and will come back Uh, we're launching all of these kind of Uh, new subscription membership type programs um, that people can get engaged with. And then certainly just coming and uh, enjoying the incredible content that's getting put up.
0: You know, the green, one of the aspects of the green rush is a kind of a corporate carpet bagging of entities that had nothing to do with cannabis, don't care about the culture, are looking to profit and, and cannabis media has exploded. Um, and, and, you know, CannabisRadio.com, this platform, Skunk Magazine, uh, et cetera, uh, is, is cannabis media that's coming from the culture, you know, that is authentic and grassroots. How, how important do you think it is that these entities exist like Cannabis Radio and Skunk Magazine uh, to give a voice that's coming from people who are actually have, you know, Uh, have the skin in the game, but also cannabis in their blood.
1: Oh, it's incredibly important. That's why I fought so hard to protect it. You know, I've died many times on this journey. It has not been uh, for the faint of heart. It's been a brutal journey and sometimes brutal uh, fights that are, are waged and won. Um, and, you know, the reason why is because it does need to be protected. This voice does need to be protected, and we need to be um, there and relevant and strong uh, in our message and, and attempt to reach as many people as possible. Just because millions more are going to adopt cannabis as a medicine in their lifestyle, millions of more people are going to want to learn to grow their own food and medicine and we want to be there as the organic voice the conscious voice um and you know the voice of education substance science not just hype and kind of soulless you know money making as usual at any cost kind of energy that the green rush embodies so that's why i fight to protect it and i synergize with partners um like yourself and others to where we can see, again, in that kind of regenerative, abundance minded uh, focus on how we can synergize and work together to protect each other and to also, you know, cultivate more power um, because certainly we have to be successful in business. We have to, you know, protect our strength uh, and power within the space, but it's power for good. It's power for humanity, it's power for Mother Earth, which is the difference in this new style business. It's not power for the ego, it's not power for just our pocketbooks at any cost. It's it's a different kind of power. It's a power that comes from within from being connected to the universe and being connected to Mother Earth. That's our innate, you know, birthright that everybody on the planet, you know, animals and people. We're born with that sacred connection, but it's been really um, taken away uh, from people by the societal structures that govern us. So that's why I feel like it's so important. And that's why the work that I'll continue to do in uh, uniting with my filial network of all of the conscious style, new style business uh, educators around the world well
0: uh julie you know it's uh great to have you back once again on the show i think this might be your third or fourth time over the over the seven or eight years that i've been doing him present um and it's of course you know always wonderful working with you thanks for being on the show
1: thank you so much vivian my comrade in arms my brother uh thank you so much for having us and i'm so excited about the work we're going to do together in 2024
0: All right. That concludes this installment of Hempersent on Canvas Radio. The Hempersent intro music is Seven Mile Beach by Joanne Rand, and the outro music is Take Back the Plant, performed by Stickerbush. Stay strong. Marijuana!